We're recording. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... It's me, Matt. Matt! Um, and today, I don't think we have anything to really cover. Um, we thought about talking about Loki, but I kind of forgot to tell you, I did not watch it. Uh, oh, because, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, when I, sorry. What you? I mean, we're free to talk about it. It doesn't matter to me. But uh, when I went to go watch it, I found out that we don't have Disney Plus anymore. Oh. Um, and so I didn't want to just buy it, I guess, be just to watch Loki. Because uh, it wasn't that important to me. <laughs> it's understandable. It's like I said before, if you ever want to use mine, you're more than welcome to. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I could have done that. Oh, well. Yeah, it's not a big deal to me. Um, Don't let Disney Plus know. Or Netflix. Yeah, especially Netflix. They actually come after you now. Yeah, well, they don't come after you. They just send you a... Re- if your IP addresses aren't the same, they yeah. send you a very passive message saying, how about get it yourself? Yeah. Well, like, they send you, like, a text or something, like, the owner a text to see, to make they, sure. They like started a, doing that. They haven't, I don't think they've launched it completely, but oh. in, some lo, in some test markets, they actually have sent those out. Wow. But it's not, I don't think it's, it might be. I know this whole thing came up a couple months ago when they were uh, starting to hammer down. And, yeah, certain yeah. small niche locations, they were actually sending those out to see it. the reaction. I wonder if that was becoming a problem with COVID, like if people just were really heavily ste- – like, I mean, I'm sure more – people. generally people were probably watching more Netflix, so the people who were stealing it were just using it more. I'm sure there's an influx of both subscriptions and uh, people piggybacking. Yeah, but the thing, too, is like you can't watch it on multiple devices at the same time anyway. You can. You can? Oh, because I remember uh, it, it when we piggybacked – Well, I remember – when we piggybacked, uh, it was limited. You could only yes. do, I think, three. Yes. And we were piggybacking with, like, four people. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so uh, it got to a point where, like, the owners of the account were, caught, like, texting everybody. It's like, hey, somebody has to stop watching something because we want to watch something. Uh, yes, it depends on how much you want to pay. Yeah, and that's probably... I pay the lowest price, uh-huh. which is one device. Right. Okay. That's because so, I don't need it. I don't. Uh, I don't lend okay. it to anybody. I don't have anyone to lend it to. Yeah. Everyone I know has it, mm-hmm. except one person. <laughs> but uh, I uh, I pay for the bare minimum, and I think mm-hmm. it goes up like two dollars per device after after like two or oh. three. Like you can you can increase it. It mm-hmm. just costs money. So. Yeah. And I had no clue. Like everyone always complains about the price of Netflix, and I'm like, I pay pretty pretty small but i remember i had netflix i think playing on my ipad uh-huh. and i wanted to check something real quick and i didn't want to stop what it was so i pulled out my phone yeah. and i hit the app and it gave me a thing of can't do that sorry and i was like oh okay i didn't know that <laughs> yeah that's yeah I, I mean and i can't think of too many times when you'd want to watch i guess things on multiple devices anyway unless you had kids i guess uh, lee is the best example of that lee is a five family household and yeah so So they're just uh, there's nights when they're just watching five different movies uh his wife may be watching something upstairs he'll be watching something downstairs and their son would will probably be watching something on Hmm. uh uh, in his room man i mean and then on top of that you have to pay for some decent internet service i guess yeah (laughs) yeah Anyway, um, yeah, so I didn't watch Loki. 
It's um, it's what it is. I don't like it. Yeah, and I, I personally am not a fan of the show. It has it does things that I don't like. And well, the, the premise didn't seem that appealing to me. Um, it's a show about Loki. Yeah, which is not that appealing to me. Yeah. Uh, I've never been a huge fan of Loki at all. I, I like him more in the movies, I suppose. But like right before they killed him, like I liked him in Ragnarok at the very end, basically when he and Thor, like when he actually kind of finally seems to have become a good guy. He has an arc and it's a good yeah. arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked him at the end of the arc and that's about it. And this is a Loki <laughs> that is technically post Avengers, the first Avengers movie yeah. Loki. So he hasn't gone through that character arc. Right. He they lost everything I liked about him. I will say this much. This deals with the time travel. He sees everything that will happen to him. So he does change, but Okay. It's still I just don't like this. I don't like this show. I know you haven't seen it, but it deals with time travel in a way that's too cheeky and lazy in my opinion. Yeah. I don't like I I don't like time travel being the theme. I like time travel as a gimmick or as something mm-hmm. to use that's proper. Yeah. I don't like it when it's the only thing that's like the the show like something all is. Yeah. Because it gets way too convoluted and it begins to be used like uh, the Bill and Ted movies where it's, well, we're going to get out of this because we're going to put a key under this rock when we're yeah. done. And yeah. then you pick up the rock. Now, I'm not saying that's what Loki does, but that's eventually what happens with time travel. Like, not that certain example, but yeah. eventually things just start getting lazy and you're using time travel as the excuse for convenience i guess that's the best way to describe yeah it. well and it, it worked i felt like it worked fine in bill and ted uh yeah it was excellent yeah you're not supposed to take that serious so adventure. yeah yeah and, and that's just what that type of movie was and like the time travel wasn't a, even the important part of that movie it was the it was just like it was the vehicle for the jokes yes and in endgame a movie uh-huh. that's a movie that's all about time travel almost. Yeah. Um, they're smart with it. They explain yeah. the rules of time travel. Well, and even in, in ex- when they were explaining the rules, they were even kind of making fun of how the rules didn't even necessarily make sense. Yeah, which is funny because I actually saw people very critical of them making jokes about that, critics uh, being that way. Yeah. Um, but they do something really good in Endgame where uh, – they do very much explain that there's no such thing as a paradox, essentially, mm-hmm. where yeah, yeah, yeah. things you can change the past, but you're not going to change your future because it's already done. You're yeah, just creating an alternate. Yep. Yep. That's what this show's all about. Loki okay. took the Tesseract. He gets taken by the time police. Yeah. And, and it's called the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. Yeah. They control the flow of time to make sure splinters don't happen, much mm-hmm. like how the the ancient one explained it to uh, Hulk. Right. Endgame. That's what this whole thing is about. They so are the why... people that make sure the time stream continues properly. Yeah, but then, like, why does Captain America not get arrested? I said that three times watching the episode. Right. <laughs> they did something. I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil a little thing right here. Uh, Loki brings up, it's not my fault, because they say you were not supposed to pick up the Tesseract. And his response is... Well, then why am I on trial? Shouldn't the Avengers be on trial? 
Yeah. I'm going to tell you the exact quote that is said. Mm-hmm. The Avengers did this because they were supposed to do this. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm not joking. That's what it said. The Avengers did that because they were supposed to. And it just made me go, so what What causes Loki to be the problem then? Yeah, Loki if still did didn't everything break any... they were supposed to do, then yeah. obviously Loki was supposed to grab the Tesseract and escape. What yeah. makes Loki the variant? Because they call Loki a variant mm-hmm. in this. Um, what made him that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, Doctor Strange also altered time in his movie. Well, he even analyzes time to find the one that best suits him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Thanos manipulated time. Ugh. Uh, Captain America, yeah, created a time stream for 70 years. Yeah. Like, this is what makes me mad is it's one of those things of like, I'm sorry, I'm really passionate about the Marvel movies. I love them. Yeah, but I don't like that. This is a show that's kind of creating problems. Well, and th- I guarantee there's somebody that's working at Disney in the Marvel Studios department that is probably going through these scripts and he's circling and writing notes and then he's handing them back and someone is going. Write some dialogue so we can work around this. Yeah, well, and like it, the the whole thing just feels like. Uh, I, it just it doesn't feel canon. Like it's just like they're just doing this to bring to because people want Loki, and they yeah. killed off Loki, so they had to get clever about it. But then like they didn't, they just they didn't get they didn't do it right. And, I don't think they needed to do this whole time police bullshit, especially. Yeah, yeah. Since, you know, it's like we're trying to preserve the st- the t- the timeline and everything so it doesn't splinter. Yeah. Cool. The one cool. The last Avengers movie had Steve Rogers doing that, though. So you're just creating a, a resolution to a problem that we nobody really saw a problem at. People wondered what the heck Steve was doing. But, yeah. you know, after two years, people kind of just made the acceptance that, oh, Steve created an alternate timeline. Yeah, that's fine. Like the biggest thing is you can't do that. You can't do that. And Steve did it, and it's like, it's fine. But yeah, now all of a sudden there's these police that show up, and they're like, you can't do that stuff. That's going to mess yep. things up. It's it's a bit frustrating. Uh, that said, Tom Hiddleston's really good in it. Uh, Owen Wilson is yeah. really good in it. Yeah? Yeah. I saw, I, I was really, I was kind of curious about that, just because like, I don't feel like I've seen Owen Wilson in anything in a long time. It's been a long time. I think the last big movie he had was like Zoolander 2, which was a couple years ago. But it was a Zoolander 2? Yeah, came out a few years ago. Huh. And I think he does a lot of small stuff now. Ever since, and I hate to bring this up, I apologize right now. Ever since his suicide attempt, he's been yeah. very low key. Yeah, and I guess and I was going to say choice. that too. Yeah. It's very strange. Owen Wilson went through a really troubled time 10 years yeah. ago or so, and yeah, like that. he made mistakes. And ever since then, he's he's he still does stuff. He does little small things nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think he does a lot of TV and things like that, but mm. he very much is not like the box office star that he was in the in the 2000s. Yeah, which it sounds like that's a good thing. Yes, but... yes, because he's a good actor. He's a no, really, he really good yeah. actor. Um I personally like Luke Wilson a little more, but he's. <laughs> I do. I, I was I like actually. It's funny because I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I personally like Luke Wilson a little more in movies, but yeah. uh, 
he's a good actor. He's pretty good in this. And it is nice to see him. He's a lot older now. I mean, I believe he's uh, how old is old Wilson? Uh, he's 52 now. And his wow. age is his age is showing. Yeah, well, and in this or in the show, he has white hair and a white mustache. Yes, he's got like this. He's got this like he's blonde, but he has this oh, okay. blonde version of salt and pepper hair where it is graying. Oh. Yeah, okay. And, I just uh, assumed it was all white. Uh it's 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 kind of blending, but okay. uh, also Gugu Mbatha-Raz in it. She's an actress that I like. She, I've seen her in a couple things she starred, and she's very good. Um, okay. Uh, Tara Strong is a voice in it as uh, as like the mascot for this time police. Huh. Yeah, she. Yeah, they explain what everything is through this like Fallout looking. Oh, okay. Tune. And but yeah, I, it, the acting's really good. I'm just not sold on the premise. This yeah. is the first episode. Um. This will probably be the Marvel show that gets more than one season, to be honest. Yeah, and it's just because Loki is so popular. Yeah, it's only six episodes. Yeah, well, and that's what Falcon Winter Soldier was six, wasn't it? Yep, and they're an hour long, so it's. Uh, okay. I hmm. believe that. Uh, I believe. Uh, uh, WandaVision was 25, 30 minutes long solely to capture the syndication show theme of it. Yeah, but it was 10 episodes, right? It was, and yeah. 9 or 10, yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, it's just, it's shortened, but more episodes. Yep. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I kind of forgot it was, they were going for that weird syndication thing yeah so like yeah t- broadcast television kind of yep. old school way so that yeah makes imagine sense, yeah. all the marvel shows are going to be this length except maybe the what if but the what yeah. if movie, that's gonna be an interesting show i'm not sure that i'm all that excited about it though I, personally i'm not but yeah uh it's it's kind of what it is. But, yeah, I think it's possible that could be uh, an hour-long show. The only reason I say it might not be is because it's a cartoon. But Yeah, and it's kind of weird to have an hour-long cartoon, which I about guess... About a what-if. about Well, yeah. it would give an hour would help out with expanding every kind of what-if scenario, I guess. But it seems yeah. a little much to me. Yeah, but at the same time, too, like, the, the type of stuff that it's a what-if about, like, we already know the premise. It's just they're changing things, like, you know, because I think one of them is what if um, uh, Peggy Carter was Captain America. And it's like, well, we yes. already know the premise of why they have Captain America. So, like, all we really need is, like, to start with her getting the serum and then moving forward. So that's, like, half the movie. Yeah, um, and I, was yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what all is in uh the disney plus this year it's wandavision falcon loki after loki it's gonna be what if and then uh ms marvel and hawkeye so yeah i was actually just looking this up because i was starting to get curious um but yeah i don't know wow there's a lot of directors on ms marvel must be like mandalorian Oh yeah, Ms. Marvel. When is that coming out? I, I forgot about that. Uh, no date. Uh, just late 2021. So okay. probably October, I'd imagine. That's Hawkeye probably the only one that I'm actually very excited about. I'm excited for Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm mostly I just I don't know what they're doing with that. I, I know Hawkeye? it's not what's his face, but uh, yeah, it is. Jeremy Renner's in it. 
Yeah, but it's, aren't they mostly focusing on the the girl? Nope. Well, yeah, Kate Bishop is, but yeah. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Renner has starring credit, so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's his show and hers. Uh, look it up. The series further explores Hawkeye's time as Ronan, and I was like, okay, that's cool. So oh, I imagine it, okay. it's gonna be both, but I mean, it's 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 starring Haley Steinfeld too, so I'm I'm excited. I think she's just a right. actor. Yeah. Yeah, it'll uh, uh, it'll be pretty cool. Oh, so, sh- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what? I was moving on slightly. Oh, I was just like, isn't there a Marvel movie coming out this month? It's next month. It's next uh, month. Is that the twelve or the whatever? The uh, Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow! Finally. Yeah, Black Widow <laughs> comes out July 9th. I was thought it was June, but yeah, it's July 9th. Black Widow's finally coming out. Hooray! Finally are we going to go see that or are we going to not? Uh, I don't know. I'm I think I'll be up for it. OK, we can go. I mean, I'm vaccinated. I'm happy to go. OK. Uh, um, I was just thinking about that of like, is that going to be a movie we go to? Because we go to every Marvel movie. But now we're in an era of like, do we want to bother going to movie theaters anymore? Yeah. And from what I understand, they do a good job of cleaning them or whatever uh, and spacing people out, which I, I guess is the more important thing. Um, but no, I actually almost went to go see a movie a couple weeks ago, but just, we've had such a hectic month. It seems like, um, but uh, like, I like just, I, I think I, re- I was just sitting there. I just realized like I can go to a movie. <laughs> and so I started like getting serious and like looking into it. And I was like, I was ready to just drop everything and go right then and there. But it was just, we were, we were having too busy of a weekend and uh, we're just busy in general. I, feel, I think the next two weekends I have are, are open. And then the next several weekends after that we're busy. And it's just like, I, I don't feel like I've had a chance to relax in months. It's like as soon as like everyone, especially like in our family got vaccinated, it's just like, we have something going on constantly. And it's just like, just people trying to make up for lost time, I guess. I don't know, but I got close to see an army of the dead in theater. Yeah. And I think actually I'm, I can, uh, when I was looking into it, I almost went to go see, um, mortal Kombat, which I still haven't seen. And I'm, a Oh really? Uh, that. Uh, I, I, your only option might be theater if it's even still, because I know it's off HBO now. Yeah, so I I figure at this point I'll just have to wait. But Army of the Dead I feel like would have been good in the theater maybe. Um, but it I guess fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you though. I was looking at what uh, what's coming out on Disney Plus, I guess this month, and I see uh, now I lost it. What's it called? The Bad Batch is out. Have you been watching that? Yes, I have. Is I've, that been good? Mis- I've been forgetting to talk about that. Yeah. I like the Bad Batch. Um, I like the Clone Wars a lot. Bad Batch is uh, is the sequel to the Star Wars, the Clone Wars. It's after the Clone Wars ended. It takes place post Revenge of the Sith. And uh, it's uh, okay. a, it's about a so group. So right after Revenge of the Sith, long before A New Hope. Oh, yes, yes. The first episode takes place during Order 66, during Revenge of the Sith. Right. Okay. That's what yes. I thought. Uh, the Bad Batch is a group of enhanced clones, their own little, uh, their own little uh, squad, and they get sent on the missions that are considered um, failures, like the no-win scenarios. That's what they yeah. get sent on, and it is. Uh, it, it showed up. Let me check real quick. 
Uh, they first appeared in the final season of Clone Wars, the last that came out last year. They had uh, their own story arc in it that mm-hmm. introduced them. It was used. It was unused episodes that never got produced, and then they finally did. Huh. And uh, they went over very well, and obviously they did because now they have their own series, and so it yeah. picks up during one of the final battles of the Clone Wars. They're, they join a Jedi, and uh, let me see. Uh, so they're joining the Resistance, or the... No, Rebels? what happens is it's like, well, they, they join up during a battle with Jedi Master Depa and okay. her Padawan Caleb, and right when they're about to finish off the battle, uh, all the clones get told to execute Order 66, Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, all the clones are trying to kill the two Jedi and the Bad Batch doesn't know what's going on. Mm. Like, they don't understand what Order 66 is. The Jedi Master is slaughtered and they try and catch up to the Padawan, but he gets away. Mm. And so the and then they get told the war's over. And so they start heading back and they learn Order 66. They find out that all the clones have inhibitor chips that are programmed them to execute it. Yeah. And they learn that their chips don't work because they are enhanced clones. Okay. So one of those, their team, it does work on sadly, but yeah, it's a team of five Mm. uh, clones, a hunter who is a tracker, Mm. a wrecker. Who's like a big brute uh, tech. Who's like, uh, obviously tech. He's Mm -hmm. a, (laughs) <laughs> he's the smart one. He's, yeah. the, he's the techie guy. Yeah. Crosshair, who's a sniper, and Echo, who is a normal clone, who was thought to be killed during the war, but then they found he was captured and experimented on and turned into like a living computer that oh. they used to fight the clones against. They saved him, and he's more machine. He's like Darth Vader. He's got like robot arms and okay, yeah. legs and stuff, and... Uh, he joins their team during the final season of the Clone Wars, mm. and then they uh, join up with another clone. It's like a tw- 10 to 12-year-old girl version of Jango Fett named Omega. Okay. And because their chips don't work, they don't agree with what the Empire is doing. They yeah. become renegades, and so mm-hmm. the whole show is more or less just about them on the run trying to survive and figure out what to do with their lives. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like, no, it sounds really good. I'm surprised. It, it is really good. I think Lee said he saw the first episode and he wasn't feeling it too much. Mm. But um, the first episode was a movie. It was a, it was 75 minutes long. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like three. Ep- it was over three episodes long. Yeah. Huh. But I like it. I actually like it a lot. Um, things that I really want to see in it. I want to see the transition from clone trooper armor to stormtrooper armor. Yeah, so, fingers yeah. crossed. It's and the first episode also deals with a lot of stuff about how okay the Clone Wars are over, the clones now have to the Republic has become the Empire, mm-hmm. clones are now enforcing the Empire's will, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of politics on what to do with clones, and right. first couple episodes do deal with this idea of Grand Moff Tarkin from A New Hope shows up. And he's going to decide whether or not clones should be used or if military enlistment should happen. I think we know what happens, but um, 
it's very very interesting i think that that's that i'm hazy on that like because i know eventually they do they end up doing enlistment but yes. like in a, in a new hope are they still clones no they're not okay because uh, wasn't because i always assumed they were because of the I line wish. about luke not being tall enough oh a little tall to be a stormtrooper i think it's just because he's short but uh oh <laughs> uh, I always thought they should have been clones. I don't think it would have been too much. I wish that in the later editions of Star Wars, they would have just had Tamru Morrison uh, dub all the Stormtroopers. Just yeah. keep some consistency. Yeah. But they didn't. And uh, But yeah, it's very much that, yeah, the Empire ended up doing enlistments or indoctrinations where they yeah, were. Yeah, which... Uh-huh. Uh, which is what uh, the the First Order ended up doing. Yeah, but, that's what Finn was, yeah. I know I've delved into a little bit of this, which is eventually like like was Tom was asking in our group chat we had. How long do clones live? And oh yeah, we were well because I posted that picture of uh, which oh, you've complained Boba. about. I don't know if you've complained about it on this show or not, but at least we've talked about it. How um, uh, whatever the the two ladies from Mandalorian. Uh, well, we the, talked about it in our season two discussion. Yeah. The, okay, and how like they're they look incredibly young for how old they should be, but then you look at Boba Fett and he like looks like he's half dead. Yes. Uh, and he's like half their age. Or I yeah. don't know, but it's just uh, ridiculous. Yeah. It yeah the age of some of these characters is really weird. Like mostly it's Bo Katan, the Mandalorian. Like yeah. Fennec Shand, she okay. That's a weird one because Minyavan is. Uh, like 52, I think she is now. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to disrespect the beautiful Mingya Ben. Um, <laughs> and I look age. Uh, she's 57. Jeeps. And yeah. so she's 57 in Mandalorian. And so she would probably be in her, oh boy, early, early or mid 20s. Uh, or maybe 30 early 30s in the in the bad batch by the way she shows up in the bad batch and yeah she's about she's a young bounty hunter in the bad batch she showed up in an episode like two three weeks ago Mm. and uh yeah but bo katan's a little weird because yeah boba fett boba fett's like 41 42 and he's played by like a 62 year old man yeah Sarlacc pit (laughs) <laughs> that's my argument is like yeah he was half digested by a sarlacc i think we're fine i'd rather have Tamara morrison playing a clone of himself than play than having daniel logan play him even though daniel logan was is, he, the original? he played kid boba fett and clone and attack of the clones and even uh, though he's roughly close to the age i think he's like 34 now yeah okay and he's boba fett's like 42 it would probably work for daniel logan but he doesn't look so much like Tamru Morrison now, uh, yeah. although it is a little pathetic because all he does now is go to conventions dressed as Boba Fett. Oh, man. Yeah. That's too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the whole thing with clones are, yeah, they age twice as fast. Yeah. So, Roughly right now, all the clones in the Bad Batch and the Clone Wars were in their uh, roughly late 20s to early 30s. So, yeah, by A New Hope, they would all be in their 60s, roughly. And oh, okay. So it makes sense that they'd be retired, I suppose. Or at most least... would be retired. I did look up some other current Disney literature. There are a couple clones that are still active. For the hmm. Empire, they essentially are like drill sergeants for the stormtroopers. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. 
Yep. And then there's also a clone, a couple clones that fight for the rebellion as well. And they're very right. old. Cat like cat the main character in Clone Wars Rex, he doesn't mm. have his inhibitor chip in his head. He managed to get it out. And so he ended up joining the rebellion. And See, it is kind of They cool. should do a show or a movie about him. That'd be awesome. Well, he was a main character in Clone Wars. Yeah. Well, he became a main character in Rebels. Or uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he was a main character in Rebels. He he was in the show Rebels a lot. And okay. he's already showed up in one episode of The Bad Batch. But I am very much hoping that with this Ahsoka show that's coming out, mm. he'll be in it, play, played by Tamaru Morrison. Okay, that'd be cool. He'd roughly be the right age. I mean, by yeah. then, Rex would look like he's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and Tamaru Morrison's in his 60s, you know, he mm-hmm. could put an old, be- you could put a gray beard on him, and it would still work, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Hm. I have hopes that maybe that will happen. That's the benefit of having that guy being so into Star Wars is that and also having him as a template for all these things. It's like, yeah, you can use him all over the place if you really wanted to. Yeah. So he's like excited about being in these things. Tamar Morris loves it. He's so excited. He said he couldn't believe it when he got the phone call from uh, from Lucasfilm to come back. Like well, he got and, I mean, called in. Has he and, done anything other than Star Wars? Or like I, I just oh, don't recognize him. Oh yeah. Uh, um, he's been in. Uh, let me. Well, let me. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I'm. I don't. There's the book. Uh, there's that. Uh, oh, what a filmography page. Um, after Star Wars. He was, um, uh, he did a sequel. I mean, it's not huge roles, really, but like he was uh-huh. in one of the sequels to The Marine. He was in Green Ryan Reynolds's Green Lantern movie. Yeah, that doesn't count. He uh, he played the guy who he played the alien who crashes on Earth and gives uh, um, oh. Al Jordan his ring. Okay, yeah, what? Well, yeah, uh, I hate myself for not knowing what that guy's name is, but yeah, uh, uh, Abin Sir. Yes. He was in a Scorpion King sequel. No, that doesn't count either. That's not a movie. He he was in uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Okay. Yeah, he was in the Aquaman movie. Huh. I still need to see that movie. (laughs) I looked up the scenes of him. He's Aquaman's dad. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, he plays Thomas Curry. Tom Curry, yeah. Uh, Uh, Huh. uh, He's done... He played Boba Fett and Jango Fett in a lot of video games over the past Uh, month. Dora the Explorer? Oh, yeah, he was in Dora. I never saw it, but I knew he was in it. Or yeah. I don't know, actually, that he's in the cartoon, but he's in... Um, he's in the live action. Yeah, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. He's Powell. Huh. Uh, an ally of Alejandro. I don't know. I've never seen this movie. I thought it was oh, weird Moana. that they... I thought it was weird. This Dora the Explorer movie kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I saw like a poster for it, and I've never really seen the show. I I saw the show because I have a little sister, but yeah. this is a Dora the Explorer where she's like an eighteen-year-old girl now. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, very like she's awkward. like a a treasure hunter. It looks like. Yeah, but she's still wearing the same clothes, but she's played by an adult woman now, and so it's yeah. really odd. It's very weird. It did very good. It was ninety-eight, eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and made. Huh. 120 million dollars. Wow. Starring Michael Pena. 
Um, I've seen the girl in movies. Uh, she's 19. Yeah, she yeah. So she was 18 when she played this. She uh, she was in one of the Transformer movies. Huh. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. That's funny. There's a monkey. Like she has a little spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, he's done a lot of TV shows. So, yeah, yeah Tamara Morrison's fairly active. And yeah, it's just like nothing huge, like nothing nearly as big as Star Wars. He's a character actor. I think that's the biggest thing about him. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you could have him do a lot of stuff for Star Wars. Oh, I mean, sure. he's not the voice of the clones. Um, in. Yeah, who does the yeah, voice? That's Deep Adley Baker, mm. who does a good job. Yeah, he, he it actually does a good job. It's funny. Deep Adley Baker was also in uh, uh, Dora the Explorer movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> he did that... animal effects. He's good. He's a good voice. He does a very good voice. He's been playing the clone troopers for uh, mm. like over fifteen years now. Interesting. Yeah. So, and he's he's a very talented voice actor. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the Bad Batch a lot. I didn't know if I was, because I'm not going to lie, uh, their story arc in Clo- in the final season of Clone Wars wasn't that great, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember when we, we when we had that episode where we talked about the, like the, whatever, the schedule for Disney for the next year or two. Uh-huh. You didn't seem that excited about it, and so that's why I was wondering, now that it's out, how you felt. So it's that's pretty, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, it's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. I have to say the character of um, Omega mm-hmm. is pretty great. Okay. Uh, let me look. Uh, That's the lady clone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me see. Um, so do they do they have a reason for why they had a, a, a woman clone? She's kind of a mystery. Oh, OK, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> let me see real quick. Um, God damn it. Let's see. I'm trying to pull something up. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. There's there's something going on with her. Okay. Like, yeah. Like they, uh, like someone asks like, what is she? And they're like, she's she's one of us. She's a clone. Uh, and they're like, but why does she exist? And they're like, we don't know. And they're and they say like, we all have a purpose why we exist. She yeah. obviously does too. Right. I sent you a, a picture. I see that. Where'd it go? There it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a lady version of the clones. So. I didn't even know that was a girl in the trailers. Oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess I, thought, I don't know. When they showed the trailer and stuff. I thought it was just a blonde clone because a lot of clones have different looks. Like they all have, di- a lot of them have, they all, they all have different distinguishable features. Yeah, which would be uh, is necessary, really. Yeah, it helps make them independent, and they do talk about that in the show. Why, like, they all have the exact same face. Yeah. But um, I guess, or I assume that this is a, a girl just because of the weird pendant on her forehead, because that's uh, reminiscent yeah. of Padme or whatever Queen Amidala or whatever. Like, it seems like a Tatooine, not Tatooine, whatever, wherever they're from. Um, it seems like the type of thing that is oh, kind of designate designates a woman. Yeah, if I could ever send you a picture that actually looks good. The one that you just sent with the Bad Batch, it's all pixelated? Yeah. <laughs> there, I resent it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that looks a lot better. Yeah, so uh, like this one there on the, from left to right. First one is Tech. I'll post um, it. The second one, the one to his left is Crosshair, and then the middle one is um, Hunter. 
The one with the robot arm is uh, Echo, and then the big guy is Wrecker. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, like, I think the first time I ever saw this was, like, they don't look like clones, but now that you say it, like, their faces more or less look the same. I'd say this, the, what, the second from the left guy has, like, a more slender nose, but... He has, he's got a skinnier face. Um, yeah. Tech has a widow's peak. Uh, yeah. Hunter in the middle. His face is pretty much the same as Echo's, but he's yeah. got... He's got like he's got like like Ryu hair from Street Fighter. Yeah, he, and one he's got the bandana too. Yep, and he's got a skull tattoo across his left face. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. And Wrecker is um he's just a like he he's like the Hulk. He's just a big brute, yeah. and um he's got a blind eye and a big like acid burn scar across uh the left side of his face too. Yeah, okay. makes sense. And he's very simple minded. Of course he is, because he's a brute. You can't have a smart brute. Yes, all voiced by Bree Dad, uh, uh, D. Bradley Baker, and they really? all have wow. distinguishable voices. Yeah, that's... Oh, man, voice actors, when they can do that, it's really impressive. Yes, like D. Bradley uh, Baker legitimately voices like 95% of the show. That's funny. I, yeah. uh, I mean, and that's kind of like uh, people who do audiobooks. Like when they're good, it's it's completely worth. Like I actually, I almost started listening to a, a book just because I like the, I like the narrator. Yeah. It was just like I have no idea what this book is, but I'll listen to it because I like I like the guy who's reading it. <laughs> there, um, I get that. Yeah. I get that very much. I know. Uh, I've also listened to some bad audiobooks. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh uh, boy, people who can't do that. Uh, I'm still uncomfortable when men do female voices yeah well and i was actually gonna call that out too because uh there's this one writer that i really like and i've listened to most of his books on audio but and he always gets the same guy to read him uh and the books are written like in perspective from a couple different characters so every chapter it's a different character Mm. uh and i think both of the books that i've listened to it's it alternate it's a man and a woman each like every other chapter and man like there are times where i'm just like i can't listen to this chapter today and it cause, like whenever it's on the the like the woman's actually uh the last one now that i think about it they alternated it was a different it was a different narrator uh but okay. i wish more books would do that to be honest but well and that's fine but the thing is is like that means that that narrator is doing the voice of all the characters though and so like whenever it's the man the male narrator like he's still doing all the conversations between the guy and the girl he's doing Mm -hmm. sides of the conversation uh it's just that that chapter is from the man's perspective so he's reading it i gotcha he does such a bad job on the lady's voice and the lady like uh so many more women narrators for books like do so much better jobs being doing men's voices yeah i don't think i've heard a woman narrator do a bad job as a man which is funny to me Uh, uh female voice actors in my opinion have a much wider range yeah, and one well, and they do because like they usually have a, a higher register and then they can kind of go lower for the men. Yes. It's not as low as a man is probably going to be, but you can differentiate it better. Yes. Um and like they just do a better job. And I've heard arguments that men doing women's voices like um like we just uh there's like some training that you should probably get for it because like the more like the natural way to do it is just to kind of like 
make your pitch higher, but there's like more to it than that. I yes, I know. Um, I I've talked in the past about how I liked uh, the audiobook of Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, person who reads it, he just makes his voice a lot more softer. Yeah. And instead of it trying to, he's not trying to Im- imitate a woman. He's right. just being more soft. Yep. And then when he plays someone with like a rugged accent or something like that, he does try and make the sap it more lower and yep. more rugged like this. Yeah. And when he's doing a woman, it more sounds like this. And yeah, I I actually prefer that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I I've actually I have the audiobooks for all the Halo books from ten years mm-hmm. ago or so. There's like yep. three of them. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. They use different words for uh spe- like unusual Nordic words and stuff like that in Halo oh. and things like that. Yeah, that's too bad. And he's pronouncing them all wrong. Oh, that's even worse. Yes, I think it's called the like the the Master Chief armor in Halo is called Mjolnir. Yeah, uh, same as uh Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, one of those books, I think it was the first book, Mjolnir. Oh gosh. Yes, that's a little rough. <laughs> And so that was kind of difficult to trudge through because he just constantly said things wrong. Yeah, there's a I just I was just reading or whatever, listening to the the Expanse series, which there's a TV show for now. Yeah, you talked about that last time. And the guy who reads it. So like all the characters have very distinct um, like voices because of just like where they're from uh okay. which is very interesting in itself because like one of the characters is from mars but he's from a colony that was uh a mix of people from texas and people from india and yeah. so he looks indian like that's just how he's described but he sounds like the most stereotypical texas person you can think of like just like very heavy drawl uh cowboy kind of like voice mm-hmm. and then and and the guy who read like when he reads it like he, you know exactly who's talking when he's doing Amos's voice, not Amos, Alex, the guy's name's Alex. And then Amos is like, just like this thug basically. Uh, and, and he kind of just has like a more, uh, just, I don't even like kind of country boy, like not a drawl, but just kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe the guy's voice. Like he just sounds like he's laid back all the time. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and then, and then, like, the the main character guy is just, like, a normal Midwestern. He's from Montana, but just Midwestern voice. And then he does all the lady voices really well, too. But, like, whenever there's a conversation between, like, the core group of people, you know exactly who's talking. He never has to say, like, so-and-so said. Like, he can he can do a four-person conversation, and you know, and you know who's talking. Oh, and there's That's even cool. a character who is Indian, uh, an Indian woman, like, with, like, a Pakistani accent. I guess mm. not Indian. I don't know. Pakistani, Indian, whatever. Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern accent. Like, and he does it perfectly. It's, it's, cool. and, and that's the guy that like, I, I was just like, I was just starting to look for books that he's narrated. Uh, but then like, I read the descriptions of the books. I'm just like, I don't know about that, <laughs> but, oh. but he's such uh, a good narrator. Uh. That, that remind me, did you ever play Halo Reach? Um, no, I only ever played Halo one and three, I think. Uh, I guess Halo 3 has a little bit of it. In Halo Reach, everybody uh-huh. has very distinct accents. Okay. And they're all, like, Eastern European and, like, South African accents. Okay. But they're all from different colonies. 
Oh yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, yes, and I think, they all and, like, have that's... different foreign accents, and they're yeah. based off of like the location of the bulk of people from colonies came from. So like, yeah, yeah they speak in like Danish and mm. Hungarian and stuff like that because that was the colony. That's where most of those people are, and the accents yep. just came with. Yeah, um, I'm always kind of baffled by accents. Now there are accents in America. We live in the Midwest, and we yeah. talk relatively without one. Well, and it's the same accent that like most uh, people from any city in the United States. Like, because I've talked to people from Atlanta, and you can't tell. Like, I mean, to me, they sound Midwestern. Yes. Well, uh, I've always baffled by the fact that we're one of the only. I mean, we, relatively speaking, we're one of the only British colonies that didn't keep the accents. Yeah, to an extent. South yeah. Africa, um, you have South Africa, you have primarily Australia. Yeah, uh, which, I mean, and you can tell the difference between an Australian accent yes, and, a, and an English accent, but, but it's, there. it's similar. Like, yeah. at least to us, it's similar. I imagine to an Australian, we're being very offensive. I don't care. But, but yeah, they're, no, they're, I, it, they're very similar. Uh, mm-hmm. Descendants. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, I, it's it's there. I mean, even people from New Zealand, they have that. I mean, Peter Jackson, he does sound like a Kiwi, but yeah, the common person, not ignorant person, not stupid person, the common person, yeah, thinks he's British. Right. Uh, well, it's it's funny to me too, because like at least here in the United States, like our accent is considered like neutral. It is. And so usually for actors or the news, like people who are who have like a southern accent or whatever accent, they tend to get training to sound more like us. Yeah. Which is funny to me. Because like I remember Alton Brown, uh, the cooking, Mm -hmm. he's on um, whatever. Good Eats was his TV show. Uh, But uh, there was a couple. uh, There was an episode of it might have been Good Eats, but I think he had that one where he traveled. Uh, I was like eating asphalt or something or feasting on pavement. I don't remember. Uh, but he like slipped into a Southern accent because they were eating Southern food. And it's oh. like, Oh, that's his regular voice. Like, Oh, was that what it is? He, yeah. He, like he just started talking normal. Back. Yeah. I've said, I've heard that one guy I used to listen to, uh, he's from rooster teeth. He's from mobile, Alabama mm. and he doesn't have an accent, but on their podcast, like 10 years ago, uh, they came back from vacation from visiting his family. Yeah. His wife was a member of the podcast. Okay. And she was talking about how when they were down there, his Alabama accent kicked in and it freaked her out. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Because yeah. he always goes, I don't have an accent. I don't have an accent. Uh, I can hear it sometimes in some of his range because he did voice work for Rooster Teeth. Mm. Uh, but once he said he's from Alabama, I could catch the accent here and there just faintly. Yeah. But yeah, well, she yeah. very much about how when they went on vacation, his <laughs> accent came back when he That's was with funny. his relatives. Yeah. And I know uh, one person I had no clue was uh, from South Africa was Neil Blomkamp from uh, the guy who did District 9 and Chappie well, why, and stuff. Well, that's why his movies always take place in South Africa. They do, yes. However, if you ever hear him in interviews, he talks very neutral and plain. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we've talked about words come out of his mouth that his accent kicks in a little bit. He lives in Canada. Wife is Canadian, so he he's he doesn't Mm -hmm. live in South Africa. But you have him and his best friend, which was Charto Copley, who has an extremely thick South African accent. Oh, so I assume that's his real voice in District Nine, then. Oh, yeah. They could talk like this. Yes. Vickis is like one of my favorite characters ever in a movie. Like he has such a great like story arc. It's such yes. a good movie. I like him in the A team, although his southern accent, his his accent mm. in the A team was American because he played. Uh, yeah, he's it's an, yeah. I can't remember which character he played. He was the he was the mechanic, wasn't he? Yes, and um, I'm not familiar. It just sounds I, I, like I, him without the American accent. It looks or without the South African accent, but yeah. It's a little weird. I know um, the uh, what is it? One of my favorite actors mm-hmm. is Charlize Theron. Uh, yeah, people African. misinterpret her name as Charlize Theron, but it's yeah. Theron. Yeah, yeah. She's South African mm-hmm. and she speaks perfect English. And the mm-hmm. reason she does is because when she moved out of South Africa to become an actress, she was terrified she wouldn't get roles because of her accent. So she oh, took yeah, yeah. each classes. Mm hmm. And I always remember hearing she was from South Africa, but I thought it was weird she didn't have an accent. I -hmm. saw her on the red carpet for a movie she was, and there was a South African uh, uh, news reporter or reporter, celebrity, whatever, reporter there interviewing people. And he walked up to her, and he only spoke to her in Africanese. Or Afrikaans. Yes. And, oh, is that how you pronounce that? I think it's called Afrikaans, yeah. Yeah. he spoke to her in their native language and she just kicked in. Yeah. And their entire interview was just in their native language. Mm -hmm. And she has a very thick African accent in reality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, I remember watching her in an inner, uh, on a talk show and they asked if she wouldn't mind speaking that way, just because no one's ever heard it. And she was kind enough and did. And then, yeah, she also explained that while her name is spelled Theron, it's throne. Yeah. Uh, but that's just the thing. Nobody knows how to pronounce the name. It's like Mila Jovovich. Everyone says Jovovich, but it's actually pronounced yeah. Jovovich. Yeah. The J is pronounced with a Y. And I mean, I kind of already had that idea considering she's she's Russian. So. Yeah. And yeah, that's one thing she doesn't. Uh, I think I've only heard Mila Jovovich's real accent once because same thing. A lot of these actors, mm. they abandon their native accents and and stuff because they're scared they can't get roles. Right. They have to take a lot well, of classes to get rid of it. Yeah. Well, that's funny, too, because then you get like uh, I think I swear I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but like uh, Daniel Radcliffe, like he does a he does a great American accent. I've never heard it. The only um, there was a couple of American is I turned off because it made me embarrassed. <laughs> yeah oh fuck F- fuck swiss think... army men so much don't ever oh it. yeah not that one he he's done a couple other ones too uh which i've never seen i i just saw him uh in an interview basically because of it uh and he just he he can go back and forth from his his regular accent to an american accent very well uh it's it's crazy Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln's very good in it too. He's the lead actor uh, from Walking Dead. Andrew uh, Lincoln. 
Andrew Lincoln, yeah, yeah, he was the star of Rick Grimes. He was in he was the star name? of Walking Dead. Yeah, I did not know that that was his name. He's only been in a few movies and stuff. I mean, he yeah. had a hell of a career in Walking Dead. But yeah, I'm sure uh, he's yeah. uh, happy to retire at this point, or he has enough to retire at this point. Oh God, no, no, he's working on Walking Dead movies now. He's been hooked. Really? Yeah, they're making some Walking Dead movies. Uh, they have for like three or four years now. Um, like three quarters of Walking Dead was British. Um, yeah, there's I know. A lot uh, of, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, he it's, is English. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, no. it's kind of like finding out Christian Bale. It's so hard to find Christian oh, Bale's actual accent because yeah, he's uh, is he actually English or is he something else? I think he's Welsh. Yeah, Welsh. Okay. Well, and uh, what was it? Batman Begins was mostly British people. Oh, uh, everybody in the movie's British except Katie Holmes. Well, Katie Holmes, um, oh, man, the mechanic guy, he's not. A oh, uh, Morgan uh, Freeman. Yeah, thank you, Morgan Freeman. And then uh, I think there's one more. There is. American. There is. I know who he is. Richard Brake. Yeah, but. Uh, Joe <laughs> but Richard yeah, I mean. The guy who was behind the best Star Wars memes ever. What's that? Uh, he's um, he's the guy that. Uh, um gets shot in the mandalorian the memes that we always send each other of like uh tom just sent one the other day that said uh uh admit it you think ray was a being a palpatine was really cool oh yeah gets shot that's richard break he was joe chill in batman begins ah oh right 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 but no, yeah, I remember when that came out. I was just like, "There's oh like- no way he's he's British. Never mind, he's from the UK." <laughs> oh, there you go. I've never heard him with a British accent. I've only seen yeah. him play Americans, so that's weird. Oh, uh, anyway, Welsh. Um, I'm Welsh. I guess I shouldn't. I can't say much. I'm I'm from I'm Welsh. Your ancestors? Yes, my great grand my. Uh, oh, not even that far back. My great grandparents or my great great grandparents? They died in huh. early 1900s. Yeah, I'm only a the fourth generation immigrant oh cool i don't even know i'm uh i actually i did the blood thing uh so i'm like on the f in the fbi's records now but um i think i'm i i'm exactly what i thought i was i'm mostly english like i'm 50 percent english 50 percent german with like a bunch of little tiny bits of other weird not too weird things but like yeah. Uh, basically, I I match with the majority of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh well, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> exciting but, here. <laughs> what is it? Uh, both. Uh, my uh, both my grandmothers are German. Okay. My my uh, my grandpa on my mom's side is English. Hmm. And my grandparent and my uh, grandparents on my dad's side are Welsh. Like, oh, I'll just put the Martins are Welsh. Yeah. Okay. And my that's mom's, interesting. Martin. Yes. I didn't realize Martin was a Welsh name. Yeah. I well. Yeah. Yeah. I seen it on this. Too on many this. vowels. <laughs> uh, we probably <laughs> dropped the Mick. Well, that would be Irish, wouldn't it? Uh, it's all the same to my opinion. <laughs> well, just I mean they're Celtic, because uh, well Welsh in general it's a very like there's I don't like it's I don't feel like there's as many enough vowels in general. 
It's a very it's a very interesting language. I've not well, heard it too often, but it's, well, I got a funny story about heritage that. Okay. So I've mentioned my friend Garrett, who I work yeah. with. Yeah. His last name is Castelline. Okay. And so he always was saying that you know he's Italian. His family okay. is like Italian. Castellano. Mm. Uh, he's always told me that, and I've known Garrett for almost seven years now. We we've been close for seven years. We've known yeah. each other for almost ten. And uh, him and his fiance a couple of years like a year ago did a 20 was it 23 and me yeah he or, doesn't have it he called me up and he said dude you won't believe this so i was like what so me and my fiance did a, a dna test i said okay he's like do you want to know all like he knows ex- all what his uh bloodline is yeah he's like it's irish like he's pure <laughs> irish. and i said but you thought you were you said you were Italian. He's like my last name. Where's your last name come from? I don't know. <laughs> He's completely yeah. like it blew him away. Like his whole family, like his parents and stuff, they all thought they were of Italian descent. He doesn't have an ounce of Italian in him. That's funny. Yeah, he has no clue where his last name comes from. I have a I have a friend that sadly passed away last year, and uh-huh. um, he was pure Italian. He he's a first generation immigrant yeah he ran a hospital in italy and his wife is a physician is a doctor in Mm. des moines Mm. i worked with me me and garrett actually we worked with him for years Mm. his name was roberto and unfortunately he lost his uh battle with cancer last year we went to his funeral Mm. uh he hadn't worked for, for like five years but he was a salt of the earth guy and we always made we always made cracks about how we wondered what he was doing in the middle of Iowa. We figured he was escaping the mob in Italy. <laughs> Could have been, especially if he was a doctor. He was great. Yeah. He, uh, well, his wife was a doctor. He ran a hospital in Italy. Yeah. He was, like, the administrator in a ho- of a hospital. You always hear those stories about like, you know, some mob boss comes into a hospital and, and they just are told to fix them. Yes. And then, you know, they don't. Well, no, that's the whole premise of the the Chinese guy in uh, in the office in the show, The Office. Um, he's like in the warehouse and he's just like and there's like at the very end of an episode where like they, it was an episode where they're kind of like making fun of him a lot. Is this a later season? Uh, it's after Dwight gets an office upstairs. So Dwight kind of gets a promotion. Not Dwight. Um, Daryl. Daryl. Uh, so Daryl gets like a promotion. And so he ends up getting an office upstairs, but he's still managing the warehouse. Like that's his main job. Okay. This uh, is after my time. Yeah. So it must've been after, but there was like a Chinese guy that was working down in the warehouse and he was in and out a little bit. Like, uh, I mean, he was just like anybody else in the warehouse. Like, so he was kind of regular, but like not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was an episode where he was kind of in it heavy. And then at the very end, He's talking, but he only speaks Chinese or Mandarin or whatever it is. And uh, so it's translating. And he basically just says, like, in China, I'm very important person. I'm a surgeon. But one day the moth, uh, somebody from some, you know, like a very bad person comes in and they tell me to fix him. So I don't. I kill him and I escape with my family that like as soon as I can. 
And so now I work here in a warehouse and nobody knows anything about me. <laughs> I, d- yeah, I'd never seen that. That's funny. Yeah. So I guess that's what I, I, it's an interesting thing then that your friend would have a similar story. <laughs> well, we, we make it up. So. Right. Well, yeah, Garrett and I make up stories for everyone at work. We have all these, we have all of these fake dossiers of people we work with that we don't sure. know about. Right. You should write like short story. I actually almost I and I should go back and do it. But I, I did a similar thing when I worked at a cafe. So like just the regulars that came in, like I, I knew what some of their jobs were and I didn't even know most of their names. I just referred to them by whatever their drink was. Yeah. Uh, and so then I would make up these like weird backstories for just like, you know, white chocolate mocha. I'm pretty sure he's a spy. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Shaun of the Dead uh, bar scenario where. Yeah. Yeah, him and uh, Ed and Sean are at the bar and they're pointing at every all the regulars and they're making backstories for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's fun like, to it's do. A fun right? Short storybook to write. Oh God, right? It's <laughs> it's so fun. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of a certain thing like that, I actually did start watching a movie yeah. in between the past two weeks, but I didn't finish it. Sadly, not because I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't in the mood that night, and I haven't gone back and finished it. What movie? Um, I started watching Parasite. Par- oh, the the Korean movie. Yeah, the Bong Joon Ho's movie that won a lot of awards back yeah. last year. I I don't even know what that's about, but whenever I see like a clip of it, I'm just like, I don't know that I want to watch this. I like Bong Joon Ho a lot. He uh, I really loved his movie Snowpiercer, starring Chris Evans. Yeah, that's a, and, an amazing movie. It's really and, good, and, and I heard the show is really good too. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I heard the show they made. I think it's up for a second season. Is the show just about the Snowpiercer while it's running? Yes, it's an adapt. Hmm. Uh, uh, let me see. It's uh, it's not a sequel. It's just its well, own. It would be a prequel, thing. wouldn't it? It's what? It would be a prequel, wouldn't it? No, not it's to spoil not the continuity. movie. Yeah, but like the the train is running is what I'm getting at. Yeah, the train is running. Um, it's not in the same. But yeah, it's it's not in the same universe as the movie Snowpiercer. It's just a it, it's a TV adaptation of it. Okay, okay. And so I uh, I started watching Parasite. And oh shoot, I guess Parasite Parasite's based on a graphic novel, I believe. Huh. Uh, oh, it's based it, on a it's based on a novel. And is it just about uh, immigrants from Korea? Uh, Snowpiercer? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Parasite. I was talking about Snowpiercer. Parasite is actually about a poor family that begins imitate like pretending to be something they're not to get employment at a rich family's home. Oh. Okay. So like the son becomes the teenage daughter's tutor, the sister becomes the art teacher for the youngest son uh the father becomes a uh chauffeur for the husband and the mother becomes the housekeeper and they're pretty much just living off of the rich people oh interesting it's very good that's all i'm gonna say i do recommend it unfortunately i think i only got 45 minutes into it and then i turned it off mainly because it was kind of late and plus i just wasn't in the mood I think it is really good. I'm not blaming mm-hmm. the movie for me turning it off. I'm actually ashamed that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like just to find it, but I can't find it on Blu-ray anywhere now. And oh, weird! Movies are disappearing, dude. It's pathetic. Well, yeah, but that was like that won a bajillion awards like two years ago. I can't find Spider Verse. Really? 
And that won awards. Huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's weird. I saw because it a like, million times I'm, all the time, and now when I actually wanted to pick it up and put it in my collection, I can't find it. And I've been looking for um, Parasite, too, because I would like to watch that on my yeah. big TV instead of on my iPad. But because I, I yeah, it's in Korean. I don't yeah. know if they ever made an English dub of it, but uh, yeah. I like I don't mind subtitles. Obviously, I've talked about some shows that I've watched that are subtitled and everything. Yeah. But, uh, I do need to get back and watch that because it is really good. Uh, I especially love watching the racist nerd rant about how Joker didn't win uh, Best Picture because uh, Parasite did. That's the most trashiest thing and makes oh, man. It to be an American. The Joker was not a good movie. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, they did. Oh, you never, I haven't seen, I still haven't seen it. I don't give a shit. I watched the last five minutes of it out of curiosity. It's, and this is it. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care. It's not a joke. Fine. It's not a movie about the Joker. I don't give a shit. No. And that's the thing. Like it was a fine movie. I didn't, I just didn't like how they shoehorned it into being a movie about the Joker. Like yep. they could have made it like, it should have just been a movie about a goofy guy. Yeah. Like, but they like made it into like some weird origin of the Joker. That's not even an origin of the Joker. Yep. I and, know. I don't know. You can, you, I can accept the fact, the idea that like even the Joker doesn't know his own origin and that he just makes up stories in his head for how he might've, cause you kind of get that feeling that like the Joker's just always making stuff up. Yeah. He's uh, always it, said that he, uh, he likes, uh, he, he likes his origin to be, uh, different all the time. Yeah. because it makes things interesting yeah and so and, i i buy that this could possibly be a story that the joker just made up once that then has it's just been like, discussed so why did we make it a movie if it's just a stupid story that an insane clown made up that like, actually has been a topic of discussion at warner brothers yeah and the idea that perhaps the actual dc joker in movies took his inspiration from this guy Oh, okay. And yeah, I think Joaquin fine. Phoenix was like, no, I'm the Joker. Well, obviously he wants to be the Joker, but he can't because he's not. Yeah, I really didn't <laughs> like the idea. I don't like, uh, I. it's hard to actually say that I don't like the idea of a movie from of, of the Joker without Batman while standing by and saying that I enjoy uh, Venom, a movie that doesn't have Spider-Man. But, but Venom, Venom, at least is like a hero in his own right in comic books. Yeah, he doesn't need Spider-Man. I that think the being Joker said, too, needs Batman. So yeah, right. No, the Joker, the Joker doesn't exist without Batman. Like, yeah. I mean, that's very well established in the comics. I feel like, arguably, Venom doesn't exist without Spider-Man. But well, his origin, I feel like yeah. Venom, can stand on his own a lot Although, more than the Joker can. It is kind of weird that in the movie for Venom, I guess they did establish that he exists without Spider-Man. Like they gave him an origin that didn't include Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like they should just have, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just started him as being uh, Venom. Yeah. Uh, or like, I mean, Sony really wanted that to be an MCU movie and Marvel said no. Well, yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like they should have made a Venom movie without spider-man that wasn't an origin so that they could go back and do an origin with spider-man 
Unfortunately, nobody will do that shit. Like, we have to get Superman's origin every single time. We have to get Batman's origin every single time. Yeah. You know what? You know who didn't get an origin in his latest film? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But then again, I don't those know. movies are not really Spider-Man movies. Yeah. There's such a deviation from the source material. Oh, yeah, yeah. To a point where I'm kind of Spider-Man's my favorite character, spy, uh, superhero. But. but the thing is, is Spider-Man's been done three times in the last twenty years. Uh, cinematically, yeah. I mean, yeah. shoot, dude, they did it like three times in the span of fourteen, thirteen years. Unfortunately, yeah. so yeah, yeah I, mean, they did I guess a arguably. Where is the joke? Wait. Yeah. How many times has Batman been done? I guess. I mean, but. Uh, not as. Uh, as far as like rebooting the movies, so you have Michael Keaton, yep. then you have uh, Christian Bale, yep. and then Ben Affleck. So three times over the course of like thirty years. Don't forget so, about Robert Pattinson. Okay, and then Robert Pattinson. So I mean, so he's been rebooted. That's like thirty years. Yeah, like eighty nine was Batman, and so now twenty twenty one. But if you yeah. take out, I guess that really old one, because so then we have three in the last twenty years, give or take. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and but you know the the other side of that is that Spider Man's kind of a joke. I mean, he was a it was a joke for a very long time that they keep trying to reboot Spider Man. Yeah, but and it's just because Sony is stupid about it. Sony just can't like. Yeah, I mean, there's back. now there. I guess we don't talk too much about news too much on here, but I guess a few weeks ago there's rumors that Sam Raimi might be making a Spider Man four. <laughs> really there's rumors of it i wait, guess wait, wait. is that going to be in continuity with the mcu or is this going back to toby mcguire this is going back to toby mcguire oh that's awesome there's talks of it i guess i'm actually excited rumor. about that <laughs> uh they are i mean they had a movie planned out they went into pre-production it was completely casted yeah uh, obviously that won't be what they will do but i guess there's did Tim Raimi make three of them i thought he yeah only- he did he did, uh, yeah, he did all three. Oh, yeah, because he was the only one to get a trilogy until now. Yes. and Because right. uh, Andrew Garfield didn't get three. He only got two. Right. Yeah, and the sad thing is Spider-Man 3 is so bad, but it was written by Sam Raimi and his brother Ivan. Yeah. Huh. That was, like, the sad thing, and it's it's not great. It's pretty bad. <laughs> now I think there's a good way to do multiple villains and stuff. Yeah, that was the problem with that movie is just too many villains. And like it we got, didn't really yeah. need Sandman. Like it was it was nice to see Sandman. I've always enjoyed him as a villain, but Yeah. It was unnecessary. Uh, well, I felt like they were trying to get the Sinister Six going or something, but it was uh, unnecessary. Uh, it was too yeah. bad. I uh, they kept always they made every character redeemable too to a point where it was kind yeah. of like, like, No, there was no actual core villain in it. And that yeah. That was kind of an error that you did not have a villain. You had Toby McGuire. You had uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Freeman from Eric Foreman from that '70s show playing Venom. Rock. But that's that felt so forced in that to- movie. Topher Grace. Topher Grace is yeah. <laughs> And um, but yeah, I guess they've actually had some talks about doing that. I don't know. I think mm. Marvel's been handling the multiple villains really well. I think oh, as yeah. much as I don't like Far From Home, uh, I think they handled multiple villains very well. I thought they actually did Hydro Man and Sandman and Molten Man really well as not real people, but effects. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. Lee personally has problems with that. He's like, those weren't those characters. I'm like, ah, they were the MCU versions. They weren't those characters, but like neither is anybody else in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that's just the big problem with those Spider-Man movies is that nobody is their character. And that yeah. sucks. I just, uh, I don't know. I, 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 can, I can honestly say Spider-Man No Way Home is a film that I'm not that excited about. Uh, Lee yeah. gave it's a theory. I don't know if it. I think it's a popular theory. The title No Way Home mm-hmm. is this idea that all these villains from previous Spider-Man movies are coming in. Yeah. And they don't have a way home. Oh. That's where the title's coming from. I don't know. I'm... I think it's funny, too, uh, because I saw an interview with Andrew Garfield saying that he is not in the movie. OK, he said that they, that nobody ever talked to him about it and that he's not in it, which yeah, I kind of wonder Mills if that's a red herring. Like what? I had the rumor mills of all these people showing up was was ridiculous to a point. I know yeah. they've mentioned rumors of where Tobey Maguire, but he wanted more money. Uh <laughs> There's That's been a, talk like recently that Willem Dafoe may have been seen on set. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just at a point where all I really want is a good movie version of the Green Goblin. And I always feel Marvel. I'll never get that. Off. And I feel like the MCU could pull it off. Marvel, if Marvel gets to do it, they'll do it okay. If not right. right. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sony just can't do it right. Yeah, Sony is pulling a, a really bad. D, like They're just doing what DC does. Which is just all the wrong things. Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of the Spider-Man MCU films as a whole is. Yeah. They just don't feel like Spider-Man to me at all. Yeah, uh, they are the weakest. I don't know. I'm someone who very much I embraced Peter Parker in high school, mm-hmm. but none of the characters feel like the characters. Like there is no Mary Jane in these movies. No, uh, it's a different character. I mean, there's she's no not Ned even... Leeds in these movies. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because the well, actors not... are of different ethnicities. Uh, that's not it. They're just not the characters. Peter Parker in the MCU is not Peter Parker. Like, that's not he's nothing like Peter Parker. Yeah, like, he's he doesn't do photography. He he's smart, but he's kind of the biggest thing is there's two different people that are that is a spider-man there is spider-man who is quick witty um very open very got always got to come back and then you have peter parker who is all those things but he's an introvert yeah like he puts his mask on and he's someone else he takes it off that's how peter parker is he's shy he's yeah he's nervous he doesn't do with crowds like i personally think that Toby Maguire was a great Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, not so much. A good, a decent one, but he was the biggest Spider-Man. problem is, is that you know uh, Tom Holland just doesn't do it for me as Spider Man remotely. I get that. It just I doesn't. Think, that he won't like ever he... keep his fucking mask on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so pissed when he introduced himself to Captain Marvel. I'm I'm Peter Parker. It's like, or his mask just kept coming off during the whole fight, all his fight scenes and end game and stuff. It's like, dude, keep that damn thing on. You're surrounded by like 50 people on Earth. Like they're gonna yeah. figure shit out. Keep that stupid mask on. Yeah. Or which the comics himself. like it never comes off. Yeah. 
no, no, God, no. If it comes off, he splatters webbing all over his stupid ass face and goes like, oh, don't look at me. Yeah. But, well, and the, the funny thing, too, is like even like with Deadpool, like they basically proved like you can have a good movie where you never see the guy's face. Yes. Yeah. And you have to Deadpool's do mask Deadpool is always because he's on. so fucking ugly. Right. Well, and just for for makeup's sake. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm not going to lie. I, re- <laughs> I don't mean to drag on too long. I was I still can't believe they made Deadpool look so accurate. <laughs> right. They did a good job. I did um, not. You're gonna put. Yeah, I did not think you were gonna do that to Ryan Reynolds's pretty face. Yeah, but, but I they feel like could Ryan sneak Reynolds. it in. They couldn't do it without it. First movie, origin movie, he can look like Ryan Reynolds. They had to sneak in him with his normal face in the second one, which I kind of rolled my eyes at. How did they do that? I don't remember. When he died and he goes to heaven and sees Vanessa. Oh yeah, oh, that makes I was, sense. I, I guess. Beautiful scene made me ball my eyes out. Yeah, uh, it was. But, uh yeah they couldn't they could not do it they had to have ryan reynolds make him look self look pretty yeah fair enough i guess speaking of uh mcu stuff i i'm looking i was looking at the list of things coming out uh-huh. and i did not realize uh i heard it was announced but i didn't realize it was coming out so soon there's a moon knight show coming 2022 next year and we'll see if it happens yeah you don't think it will yeah i feel uh, like i've been waiting for this show. i don't have faith that just like moon knight's always in development hell Kind of like how yeah. Blade is, too. Yeah, well, I guess Moon Knight always feels to me kind of like how Venom is. Venom's better, usually, but, like, those comics never, like, seem to last. Like, they get announced, they get made, they make maybe two story arcs, and then it's done. And then a couple of years later, they announce it, it comes out again, and then they have about two story arcs, and then they're done. Yeah. And, and like, and I always liked Moon Knight, I guess it just, and so I, I, I was excited. What? Like, I want to say five years ago when they announced that there was going to be a TV show and yeah. then all of a sudden you just never heard anything about it. And then the MCU like really took off doing a bunch of TV shows. It's like, Oh, when's this going to happen? And then they announced oh, it a couple, I don't know, a few months ago, I feel like. Yeah. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm excited if they do, but I'm not defi- fond of who's playing him. Oh, who is it? Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I. I it, I'm not a big Oscar Isaac fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm not either. But Moon Knight's uh, something that it feels like that probably would have been a Netflix series. That is, and I think it was supposed to be initially. Yeah. No, no, I think Sci-Fi was gonna do it. Like this was like before <laughs> when I first heard about it. Like it was. I don't think like Disney had like these deals yet, or Disney oh. Plus even in the works, but. Son of a bitch. What? I didn't know the casting of She-Hulk happened. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about that. Who is it? Tatiana Maslany. Okay. Canadian actress. She's pretty. She's very pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some, like, art people being upset about that, but it's just like, I don't... It doesn't matter who you cast. People are going to, like, be upset. They probably wanted a fucking wrestler. Um, yeah, I think that was the arguments. Well, it's, it's She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk. She's just a green, hot chick. Yeah, that's the point, I guess. I mean, and that's why probably this lady is fine. And she looks like... She looks like... Uh, she does look like She-Hulk. Like yeah, she does. She looks like uh, what's her name? 
Uh, oh, I keep wanting to say Jennifer Carpenter, but that's that's uh, just Jennifer Walters. Is that She-Hulk's name? That's She-Hulk's. Really, she looks like She-Hulk. She's right. No, oh, she she's does. She's very pretty. Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah. Uh, and who gives a shit? She's. Does Mark Ruffalo look like Bruce Banner? No. Oh, Ed Norton yeah. looked like Bruce Banner. Yeah, I'm still. I still think it's funny that that Ed, Ed Norton movie is supposed to be canon. Like, it's I not just a don't buy. What? Oh, I mean, they use footage from. Uh, they use footage of it throughout the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's technically part of the MCU. Like, it's I like, like that movie too. No, it was. I a, like it that. It was a good movie. I liked it a lot. I like that movie. Ed Norton just wanted more creative control, and they're like, "No, yeah. you're an actor. Shut up." Um, oh, the lady for She-Hulk. Uh, she was in. I recognize. I never saw the show, but I remember seeing a lot of ads for it. Uh, she was in the a show called Orphan Black. I think. She oh, was, okay. She's like a clone, so she played like multiple characters. Oh shit, Dexter! Tim Roth is in She-Hulk. Uh, who played? One? He played the Abomination in the Hulk movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Tim Roth's gonna be in it. Is he? How, so when does this take place? Or is he still alive and not dead? Uh, they made remarks of him. He's blocked up in Antarctica, I believe, in a shield, uh, in a shield or a U.S. base in Antarctica. Okay. Yeah, they he didn't die. So, so. Abomination basically is coming back for this show. Interesting. Yeah, and I mean I don't know. I don't think people ever need to get mad. I mean technically She-Hulk probably shouldn't be a giant. Uh, CGI thing. She, yeah, I never felt like she necessarily was. Like she's she gets big, taller, but she's she? not. Yeah, she's tall. Yeah, but she's not like anything like that. But yeah, I, I'm sure people were pissed because they wanted like some wrestler to be it or some UFC fighter. Oh, Secret Invasion is supposed to happen. When's that? It's the show. Secret Invasion is gonna be a show. Oh, it's to to be announced is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It doesn't have a listing, but makes sense. Samuel Jackson, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna filming is supposed to happen this year. Hmm. Uh, oh God, I forgot about that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that's supposed to happen uh, next year. Looks like. Um, Secret Invasion though, like so, it's gonna be the scrolls if Ben Mendelsohn's in it, right? Yep. And and Barry. Uh, huh. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. So apparently there's probably going to be. So it sounds like there's probably going to be like a a rogue faction of the scrolls that's evil. It's got to be like a civil war on Earth of scrolls. Interesting. Got to be mm. like scrolls, Cree, and uh, 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 Nick Fury and whoever else they want to shoehorn in it. Yeah, I just I can't imagine. Like it, it never seems like uh, Samuel L. Jackson has the time of day to be in, a, in any of the TV shows. Like he was in what one episode of Shield, Agents of Shield? Two, I think actually. I, he was in the first episode, I believe, and then I think he popped up in later seasons once or twice. Okay, but like barely, and like even Mariah Hill was barely in that show. Yeah, she only showed up a couple times. Uh, I mean, they put they they dumped Sif in it, but yeah. Th- that uh, like, I don't know. I See, don't know. I, yeah. I, you know, I always wonder what the fuck was going on with with Nick with Samuel Jackson. He went from being like the guy who created who created the Avengers to after the first Avengers after Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, his contribution became nothing. Yeah, in like the Nick, Nick Fury. Yeah, he doesn't even have a voice. 
Uh, he has an ending credit scene in an Infinity War, and he has a "I'm gonna walk five feet on a porch" at Endgame. And then, and then they, I it gave him a Spider Man. He gave him a bigger role in Spider Man, but then they kind of realized there but was it some even problems. Wasn't even him. Yeah, they well, it was supposed to be, but they kind of while while editing the film realized that Nick Fury's st- stupid in this movie, and Nick yeah. Fury's not stupid. So then they they created that post credit scene of him being <laughs> Talos instead. Yeah, like I guess during the editing they kind of realized, oh, Nick Fury is trusting Mysterio way too much. Fans aren't gonna like that. And so they shot a scene where they reveal yeah. it wasn't actually Fury, but it was supposed to be the entire film. It is Nick Fury yeah. until they realized, oh, he's not really acting properly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it just kind of feels a little sad that like Nick Fury just became a nothing character in the MCU as it yeah. went on. But I also am like Samuel Jackson was I understand why they cast him. As Nick Fury. Yeah. But he's too old. Oh, yeah. Um, like he, well, they need, yeah, it's, it's getting to the point where they need to replace him with somebody. And I was honestly kind of expecting it to be Sharon Carter. Not Sharon Carter. Yeah. Is it Sharon? Yeah, Sharon. Uh, oh, but then, then with no, what they did to her. The villain of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so clearly it's not her. I guess they could still do it with Mariah Hill, but like she hasn't been in anything in a while. Why do you keep calling her Mariah? Isn't that her name? Maria. Mariah. No, Maria. Oh, Maria Hill. Sorry. <laughs> it's Maria. I feel like I've... It's one of those things I've never really heard it said. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Because in the movies, like they probably only just ever refer to her as Agent Hill. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're not wrong in that. But yeah, it's Maria. I believe she's, uh, I believe Maria Hill is, she's American, but I believe she's of Latino descent. Uh, yeah, her her full name apparently is uh, Jacoba Francisca Mar- yep. Mari- Maria Smolders. <laughs> it's not Smolders. even Hill. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no, no. That's Kobe Smolders' real name. Never mind. So that's funny. Her name is actually Mar- Mar- Maria. Yeah, Maria Hill. Yeah, I believe that she's of some. But um, born in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Well, she ha- she looks all right. That's just shitty artwork. Then making her. Yeah, look, no, it's making her look overly tan. Then funny. Uh, Kobe Smolders is the actress. I didn't realize her name isn't really Kobe. Oh yeah, most of the actors don't use their real names. Well, she has like four names. Her real name is uh, Jacoba Francisca Mariah Smolders. Funny. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I was confused because her name is actually Mariah or Maria. What I don't know anymore. I'm so confused. You need to stop listening to Mariah Carey. Uh, that's probably the problem. Kobe um, Smolders, not a uh, what a lame actor. Yeah. <laughs> What a lame actor. Sorry, don't like Big Bang Theory, folks. It's a piece of shit she, show. She was not in Big Bang Theory. She was in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, but How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, same better. thing, though. Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother, both piece of shit shows. Don't care for either. Uh, okay. Yeah. I hate, um, I, hate shows I have so to say, much. How I Met Your Mother is probably one of the few uh, shows that I've actually seen every single episode. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. 
no, we'll that never get said, that time back. That being said, I agree. It's not a great show. I, I, it was one of those shows that I just watched like before going to bed because I knew it wasn't going to be stressful. I think it has. It's the show with the most disappointing finale too. I believe. Um, hundred percent. It's mostly because, um, well, I mean, the whole premise of it being a story about how I met your mother, and then it just like ends in a weird. Like, obviously, it's going to be not a great ending. Um, and then the fact that, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, I can't even think of his name. His, the character name is Marshall. Um, is that the main character? No, no, no. Uh, he's in, um, movie. Oh, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah. He basically wasn't in the last season because he was becoming, he was going to become this huge movie star. Uh, <laughs> it was just that year he, he had a bunch of movies come out. And yep. so he just didn't want to be on the show anymore. And they figured out yep. a way to kind of shoehorn him in. Um, but it was really weird. I didn't like it. And it was just strange. And then he I, basically came back for the last episode. I, um, saw, um, I saw the clip of uh, how they tried to pl- make a gag of Allison uh, Hannigan's pregnancy where she like ate a whole bunch of like hot dogs or some bullshit. Yeah. And that's something you always got to worry, wonder about. I mean, shoot, I didn't realize how many times. Oh, God, what was it? Julia Louis-Dreyfus was like pregnant twice through Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Well, and And then they did uh, it all her wearing black, essentially. Yeah. Well, and in Voyager. That a lot. Yeah. In Voyager, um, B'Elanna was pregnant. pregnant. And whenever Uh, her first pregnancy uh, they had her wear a jacket. And I was going to say, whenever her, she has a jacket on that's unbuttoned or whatever, yep, it's just to hide, it's hide the fact that she's pregnant. And she's always standing behind crap. Yeah. Yep. I know. And then for her second pregnancy, they just incorporated it into the show. But they did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The show ended with her giving birth. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see the last, like, two yep. seasons of that show. So. I didn't either. I watched the finale, though. Um. But yeah, I know that's what they did with that. But I remember Julia <laughs> Drivers. I still have never. I mean, I saw Seinfeld when I was a kid. Yeah. But, uh, I believe, yeah, she had one or two kids during Seinfeld, and they just kind of mm. kept her wearing loose clothing or keeping yeah. her in black or having her wedge herself into the uh, diner table. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You ever, I, you ever watched uh, 30 Rock, did you? Not a lot. Maybe two oh. seasons. And then I, I grew I outgrew it. Yeah, well, it was the same episode over and over. Like it, it never the characters never developed. But um, there was one season where Jack Donaghy's girlfriend or wife uh gets pregnant, but they don't want people to know that she's pregnant, and she's like a news anchor, and so he's just like, oh, just have her wear um a wizard's robe, and we'll make sure that it becomes like that. It's in like all the stores, and it becomes a popular thing to wear. <laughs> I've seen them do that with pregnant actresses where they put them in like they give them like a a story about them being in costumes and shit like that to hide yeah. it. Um, well, I was going to say with uh, How I Met Your Mother, I just have to say I have seen a couple episodes of it. I got to say, I could never get into that show because of the main character is such a piece of shit. Oh, no, he's. Yeah, I get that. Um, he's but- just an unlikable person. Like, I can't. He's a horrible character. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the same reasons why people don't like Mad Men uh, (laughs) is, but the thing is, is I excuse Mad Men for its time when it takes place. This dude's just an asshole who just doesn't appreciate women. 
Yeah, for the most part. And then, I mean, on top of that, you have Neil Patrick Harris's character that's just a, a womanizer. Yeah. He has an arc, though. Doesn't he actually become a better person, though, as the show goes? Um, yeah. And then near the end, they kind of just like ditch it and he goes back to being the way he was. But yeah, he does have an arc of, of a sort. And he because uh, he and uh, the Kobe Smolders character kind of hook up for a while. And it's kind of because he. He realizes that he needs to be better. Um, But then they break up and he goes straight back to being the way he was before. It's really stupid. Um, Yeah. What? Oh, I was trying to think. Um, I remember reading about the ending to How I Met Your Mother and how they shot two endings. Yeah. And And I don't even know which I, I, I know which one I remember. I don't remember the other one. The other one is, I think it's actually the canon one, or it's arguably whether you want. He ends up with the Colby Smothers character. Yeah, that's the only ending I know of. And they get married. Like, I guess it's revealed that she died. Oh, so yeah. The, the she mother, dies six yeah. years before. And, oh, Tracy dies six years before. And he runs off to go be with her. Because even though he married their mom and had a family and so and she died... Uh-huh. Her yeah the the actual like the ending that was broadcasted was you need to go for Aunt Robin because yeah she's actually your soulmate even though right. you know our fucking mom died and right. uh, I guess the actual the alternate ending is the mom didn't die oh okay it says here on Wikipedia however <laughs> in the DVD exclusive alternate ending of the show it revealed that Tracy is still alive and that she and Ted are happily married. Yeah, okay. I mean, so, yeah. I I guess I I don't know. I don't know which one I would prefer. Um I, I don't mind I guess the they originally wanted, but then they were like, "Oh, wait, we've kind of made Colby Smothers this, you know, great white buffalo, so we probably need to have him actually end up with her cuz we spent 10 fucking years well, teasing the pro- back The problem with it too is that like uh they built up that she wanted to have kids and then they made it so that she couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then this, and so then this also solves that problem where like by her and Ted getting together, she's able to then have Ted's kids as her kids. Well, I remember they teased her so many Colby Smothers so many times actually being her like, yeah, I, my roommates watched how I met your mother. And I remember they were watching one of the season finales and the season finale does a time jump yep. where he's at a wedding Mm-hmm. in a tuxedo mm-hmm. and he turns around in like a prep room and she comes in wearing a, a tu- wearing a wedding dress. Yeah. And I remember everyone freaking out like, Oh, that's her. That's her. I don't, I don't watch the show. I didn't care yeah. for it. I only had glimpses of it. It kind of felt like that was just one of those things of like, yeah, that's either it's a like... big tease or we're finally going to reveal this because I know by the end of the show, it was heavily criticized that he and his kids said it. I remember seeing the ending of it, like on YouTube yeah. or where yeah, even like they make it overly meta where the, they bring, even have the kids go. You told us all this for like a five minute story about mom. Yeah. Like why did you have to tell us about all these other relationships and stuff? Yeah, I mean when you think about it, that's just weird. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, again, uh, it's a shitty, it's a poorly written character. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't know. I mean, two and a half men might be a worst ending. Oh but God. Yeah, I always well, remember that him, show in general. I can't stand watching it. It was pretty bad. I always watched it, but it was pretty bad. And um, but yeah, it always seemed like How I Met Your Mother was a show that 
It went on. Yeah, nine seasons. Yeah, Jesus. it went on too nine. long. And well, and then um, should be. A I'm trying to think what I was gonna. Well, five seasons tops. Yeah, it, well, and the thing too, like I, I really did enjoy most of it. Like aside from Ted, uh, mostly I liked um, uh, Jason Siegel and oh man, the lady who was his character's wife, Marshall's wife. Al, is it Alice? What is her name? Alice the lady from Buffy. Yeah. I like, oh, I like yeah, she, them. <laughs> boy, they she did good. not have kind things to ever say about Jason Siegel. She doesn't have nice things to say about him. Uh, well, they played a, they were, they were married couple in the show. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't stand doing scenes with him or having kissing scenes. Cause he's a oh, chain he smoker. Yep. Yeah. yeah she that, said that. she was just repulsed when they had to do their kissing scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, they, I, I don't know. They're more entertaining and like just the, the types of things that happened outside of the weird, stupid relationships. Um, and like, there's a lot of inside jokes. And so like the further you got through the show, like the more things were just funny because of the inside jokes, which mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it, like I said, though, it's not a great show. I really just watched it cause I knew it wasn't going to be stressful. Um, and like, I mean, cause I, I understand like that's the appeal of arrested development. Like it's just a ton of inside jokes and they're funny because the show references itself and it's funny, but like, I cannot get into arrested development. I tried a couple of times and it's just like, I just hate all the characters. I, nothing's funny. I don't get it. I've, I've, I've only seen like half of one season of it. Like the first season. My Kelsey, uh, yeah, Kelsey, my wife has watched it. I think at least at least once she's watched the whole thing and never when I'm in the room, (laughs) like she, she enjoyed it enough. She kind of admits like, it's not great, but she watched it. I don't know when or why. Oh, it was, it's cause she's a teacher. And so it was like, she'd watch it in the summer when I was at work before we had kids. Oh, it's a, it's a show full of actors. I'm not a fan of, unfortunately, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of actors I don't like. I don't hate Jason Bateman. Uh, I, I nothing Jason him. Bateman. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Will Arnett. I think he's fine, but I can't um, really watch a lot of him. Yeah. Uh, and Michael Sarah, and it has the worst. Com- it has one of the worst comedians ever, in my opinion, as a star, which is David Cross. David Cross. Who's that? He plays uh, the brother, the messed up, the uh, the dumb brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, David Cross, not a, not a, an act, not a comedian. I enjoy. He played, he played uh, Drew Carey's stalker in the Drew Carey show. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, he is one of two act, two comedians I can't listen to or watch whatsoever. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's him or Brian Poussein. Okay, I don't know who that is. You know who Brian Poussein is. Probably. Who, how, how you spell that? I can't even find it. Oh. You. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. He doesn't usually get, like, big roles or anything. He's just, uh, he's very dry and droll, or I don't know. like just. The only joke I ever liked from him was saying, looking like me, there's things you can't do. You can't tell a family that they have a cute kid. <laughs> and you can't do night digging. Yeah. I can't dig in my backyard at night without my neighbors calling the police. 
That's funny. Yeah. yeah it's I, like, I can't, I can't go up to a woman and say cute kid. And, yeah. uh, did I ever tell you about my Brian Hussein story? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't like or Brian. Hussein. I've always been very vocal about that. I've told yeah. plenty of people. I'm not a fan of him. I just don't uh-huh. think he's funny. Well, Tom's a big fan of Brian Hussein. Yeah, that makes sense. Tom, uh, Kyle is a big fan. Oh, I think I've heard this story. I like it. Yeah, they got tickets and they went when they were in college or after college. It would have been 2008. Okay. And after his stand-up at probably Funny Bone uh, or House of Bricks, uh, they got to do – he did a meet and greet. And Yeah. yeah, Kyle just went up to him and told him, I have a friend that absolutely hates you. He doesn't think you're funny. He doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. And so he gave Kyle an autograph that said, hey, Maddie, fuck you. Yeah. And yeah. I know Tom wasn't very enthused about him doing that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Tom laughed and everything, but even I think Tom was kind of embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, I didn't care. I was right. I mean, I was I was kind of insulted, but not in the sense that it offended me as personally, but as. Dude. You're meeting one of your idols, and the only thing you can do is tell him about how a friend of yours doesn't like you. Come on, yeah, I mean, kind of poor taste. And and then like as Brian Hussein in that moment, it's just like, what's he supposed to do with that? Like, yeah, I I mean, he probably did exactly what he probably should have done. Like, that's like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, I just, man, I didn't really. I mean, I I don't care what Brian. I mean, Brian Hussein probably does. Brian Hussein probably forgot that that whole conversation two seconds oh, later. I'm sure he doesn't even care, yeah. But I know I got a photo of it on MySpace or Facebook that's that, like the day later, and I just was like, so? I mean, like, <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have done that, not for my sake, but I'm sure nobody wants to hear, nobody ever wants to hear somebody doesn't like you. Yeah. So I'm sure he's used to it from other people, from, as a comedian or a, not a... Right, a that's fan, the thing. He probably gets it all the time. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like, dude... I'm sure you have a million other things you'd like to say to someone. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Like I, uh, when I went and got William Shatner's autograph, I was at, when I was in line, the guy behind me was, uh, he got his photo taken with him the day before. Mm-hmm. And so then he was going to have Shatner sign the photo. And he, and he was telling, we, we were standing in line forever. I mean, you were there with, you were there waiting for me. And I'm sure yeah, I was looking at, I was watching Billy D Williams at his table. Oh, that would have been fun. I, I hear that he's a nice guy, but anyway. I was just watching from a distance. Yeah, but uh, the guy behind me with the photo is just like, yeah, it's really funny. When we got this photo taken, I farted and then walked away. And, <laughs> and so I was just like, you know, when I get my autograph from from Shatner, I'm going to tell him that you crop dusted him. <laughs> and the guy was like, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> and I almost, I, I don't know. I don't think I really would have done it. And, but the thing too, is when I got the autograph, I was, I, I think that's the most starstruck I've ever been. And in all honesty, he's probably the most famous person I've ever met. Uh, well, so I see the thing is, is I met Stanley, but Stanley did not meet me. Did. Yes. But arguably did William Shatner meet you? Uh, he certainly talked to me. Whereas Stanley, I remember the story of William Shatner and I, I, I always remember I always uh, you always made it sound like he you thought he was going to be really wowed by you getting tech war signs. And then when you hand um, it to him, he just goes personal or just or yeah, he said, like, just sign my name. And I, I guess in my head, I was just like, yeah, but I also just didn't know what to say or, you know, like because it's, it's Shatner. It's like, what, what can I tell this man that he needs to know? 
absolutely nothing. Nothing. He's 85 years old. He doesn't. He's, he's, he doesn't care if I like him or not. All he know, all that matters in that moment is that I wanted him to sign something. And I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was hoping he'd say something about it because uh, I was hoping it was a unique thing to get signed. But apparently he didn't care about that either. <laughs> no, William Shatner was there to make money. That's all. Oh, that's he that was. was uh, he was he was very. The only thing he was happy about was the bank account increase oh, from yeah. hanging out in the celebrity zoo. I can't imagine how much money he made from that event because, like, the one the one signature I got, I think, it was eighty bucks. Or I guarantee this. Not as much as he probably wanted compared to all the other conventions. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because that was Des Moines. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure I, he does pretty good at like Planet Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con. And the funny thing too is like he is everywhere. He is constantly doing those things. Yep. He's got to make a killing doing it. Well, and the funny I, thing too is I took I took that Tech War and I got it signed by oh what the what's that guy's name. I can't think of it. Uh, Ni- Nicieza? Nice. Nice. I can't think. Of it. He, oh, uh, he, Fabian. he used to, Fabian. yeah. Fabian, Fabian. Yep. Yeah. So he used to write, um, X-Force and X-Men and stuff. And he's, he still writes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what he's writing now, but, uh, he, he helped write that book. And so I got, I got, I had, I had him sign it as well. And when I had him sign it, I was just, I, uh, mentioned that just that like somebody had told me that tech war didn't make any money. Uh, and he was just like, no, it made money. It, it's fine. Like it wasn't popular, but like Shatner got paid. <laughs> cause you like, I, me. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or cause I think I was concerned that like maybe Shatner was just mad that I had him sign it because it was a failure. And Fabian was just like, no, it it's fine. Don't worry. I about wonder Shatner. if he even knew what he was signing. Probably. Uh, I wonder even like even knew what he was looking at because the dude gets so much shit thrown in front of his face to hit an autograph with i bet he didn't even look at it he just he just had tunnel vision not to say it was like too negatively but it's like yeah it's just like here sign sign well that's what it was i handed it to somebody else then that person handed it to shatner who then just signed it and moved on. But the thing, the funny thing too, then comparing that to Fabian, uh, signing it, like yeah. I actually had a conversation with him. Yeah. He made fun of Shatner's autograph. We talked about X-Men. It was great. And like so much of a better experience. And it only cost me, I think he charged five bucks per signature. So I think I spent $15, uh, yeah. which is still, I think it's funny to, that the, that creators like him charge for that. But at the same time, I get it. Because otherwise, because when I got, um, I got signatures from, uh, a couple of people who just, the person in line in front of me had like an entire long box of like, just for that one person to sign. Oh yeah. It's just like, come on. Like everyone knows what you're doing with this. Like you're, this isn't like, I'm doing this to hang it up in my house. Cause like, I like this guy and I want his signature and I want to meet him (laughs) and have a conversation. Like you're just like annoying <laughs> yeah I, I i never meet celebrities because i don't like to i don't i don't yeah. give a shit and I like uh that. i met a couple i've met a couple writers i met xander cannon at spring con and i didn't even expect to see him there i saw his name on his table he was doing an indie comic with mm-hmm. one of his friends i guess i think he lives around uh minnesota area Mm-hmm. He did a Transformer comic for IDW, and mm-hmm. I had my graphic novels in the car, so I ran outside and grabbed it. <laughs> That's awesome. I, 
yeah, I just I just had a bunch of trades with me, and so uh, that was one of them. And so I ran outside and got it, and I it was before the place opened. And I asked, hey man, uh, I don't know if you charge or anything. He wasn't charging; he was promoting a book. Yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't doing autographs or he wasn't doing commissions or anything, mm-hmm. and he's a writer. So I just said, hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm here. At a, I have a table myself. I saw your name. Uh, I'm a big Transformer fan. Would you do you think you could would you sign this? And he he, he flipped out. He grabbed a marker awesome. and he signed it for me. And yeah. I asked him the process of writing it and uh-huh. like what restrictions he had and stuff. And he said, I didn't really have any. I had a couple characters I wanted to use, but I got an email back that said you can't use them. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll replace them with these characters. Hmm. And um, super nice guy. And then I met Brad Rose, the cinema snob with Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Dude, that was a great meeting with him. He had a table in the creator's area. Uh, I I bought a couple DVDs. He autographed every one of them. He didn't charge for autographs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had a backpack full of a couple DVDs because I own almost all his physical media collection. Yeah, I, I would just Brad, expect somebody like him to charge for it just because he probably can. <laughs> he was just selling his stuff. Like yeah. I and uh, awesome. um, I knew he was going. Tom, I told Tom he was. We both decided to go. Mm. We looked for him. We found him. Uh, a part of me wondered how how busy he would actually be because mm. he's an inter- he's a YouTube content creator. You don't really know if people. Yeah, it's hard to it's say. Big. There were two dudes that just hung out at his table the whole time, and Tom and I finally were like, "Okay, we gotta go. Like, we're not gonna wait all night for these guys to get out of the way. We have to go. Yeah. We're gonna go talk to them." And so we did. Those guys still didn't leave. They yeah. stood there. They stood there while we were talking to Brad. And then a girl came up. He he said hi to her, and Tom and I said, "Time to go." Mm-hmm. Another person came up to say hi to him and buy something. We're leaving. Yeah. Those guys that before us, they didn't leave. Uh, that's they just still weird. stood there. It was like we were inconveniencing them by trying to actually talk to him. Yeah, and, that's too bad. Uh, you, you, they looked exactly how you would imagine. But yeah. I know Tom bought his newest movie. I did too. And then I pulled out my other DVDs and I said, would you mind autographing a couple of these too? And he's like, oh, dude, I didn't know you own all these. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I've been a fan of yours since like 2010. So that's yeah, awesome. and this was like 2007. This is like 2017. So and he didn't charge for autographs either. He just had a he That's had cool. a sharpie out and he just did it. Um, yeah, he had a he just recently had his new movie he made come out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Tom ever watched it. I I've seen it like once or twice. It's called Jesus Bro. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, here's the thing. He makes some pretty vulgar stuff, mm-hmm. uh, adult or uh, adult centered content. Um the thing is, Jesus Bro is a movie. Do you know what the Dove Foundation is by chance? I know you're you're faithful and everything. Yeah, I don't know the Dove Foundation. They're the people who grade uh, religious movies. Oh, I've never heard of it. That's funny. Oh, yeah, the, they they give their award. Their star system is based on doves. <laughs> and, oh, uh, I've heard of. Yeah, I mean, do all, I, like, I know similar things, but that's yeah. They 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 mostly rate. Um, uh like christian films like war mm-hmm. rooms like that yeah, and yeah. uh he made this movie mm-hmm. to get a review from the dove foundation yeah and, i see I, I see the dove.org and it is not dove approved yes and <laughs> it's uh there's no profanity 
There's uh, none of that. The movie is about a guy who has a, a, a podcast or a vlog, and he's a, he's a stern atheist, but he has a religious uh, experience. And so he becomes a devout Christian. And uh-huh. Brad made this whole movie. He's had a lot of problems with the Dove Foundation. They strike his movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he are uh, the, the his reviews. And so he made this movie that literally could be rated like PG or G. Mm-hmm. And he has a list of the reasons why he didn't get approved by the Dove Foundation. One of them is exposed elbows and knees. Um. Yeah, it, uh, on the website it says there's cleavage, and then a man's shoulder and leg is seen in the bathtub. Yep. And man in shorts. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, he made this movie, and uh, yeah, he, oh yeah, there it is, Dove Org. Yep, there it is. And um, this mu- this is, yeah, a little more strict, I think, than me, maybe. I don't know if strict is the right word, but yeah. It's very strict. Yes, it would be very strict by you. More conservative than me. Yeah, they would not give it anything. And it's um, it's a wholesome film. Like, he didn't make it to insult religion or anything like that. Yeah. Like, Brad's not religious, mm-hmm. but he's had a lot of problems with these people because mm-hmm. he reviews their films and they copyright mm-hmm. strike mm-hmm. him. But uh, he actually made this movie completely genuine because he wanted to get a Dove approval. That's funny. They did yeah. not approve. No, no. <laughs> there's yeah, a satire no. spoof that's the first line it's 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 it is a spoof but mm. it is it is a wholesome film it is mm. marvelous interesting it's a good movie though it's not bad uh-huh. yeah it's uh i think i only watched it once and i own all his movies i own uh, except for the cinema snob sequel film what Maybe. so he makes like real movies or yeah yeah but he's because isn't he doesn't he review movies isn't that what the cinema snob is he is, but he's a filmmaker. Oh, okay. He's made, uh, what has he made? He's made uh, his original high school films, uh, Freak Out, Cheap, Midnight Heat, Game Boys, which I've seen, uh, Paranoia, which I, I own Paranoia, Hooker with a Heart of Gold, uh, The Cinema Stump, Shot on Shidia, which I don't think this ever came out. No, this never came out, and I asked him about that. He says it's currently in production. This movie's been in production since... 2015 and i asked him when we met him are you ever going to release that he had a falling out with the main actor he used to be his best no friend. that's too bad they had a very that very happens. unfortunate negative falling out yeah. uh he took his 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 friend who was his he stole his fiance from him mm. or his girlfriend from him mm. and so they had a really bad falling out brad actually mm-hmm. went through a pretty bad spot and he says the whole movie's shot but he's never released it mm-hmm. and um uh, or he had to do some pickups and stuff. And I asked him, um, I asked him when we met him, like, is it done? And he kind of very sheepishly, maybe I shouldn't have asked him. Mm. Uh, I know it's a sensitive subject with the act, with the actor. And so mm. I didn't want to said, I don't want to talk about Jake or anything. I just want to know. I've been a fan of yours a long time. Shot on Chidio. Is it, is it ever going to come out? And he got kind of sheepish and, bashful about it and he says mm. it's done he says he just ha- isn't working on it for one reason or another mm-hmm. and i was like well is it possible to maybe just release it on youtube or if it's too vulgar for youtube release it on your website and he's like you're not wrong there's nothing stopping me from doing that but 
you never hear anything. I know the whole reason for it was it's all shot on like a VC, uh, like a VCR camcorder. Nice. That's what shot on shittio is like. It's a oh. play shot on video. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he shot it all on camera, but yeah, he had a bad falling out and he never released it. And mm. he said, he's like, I could release it in parts, I suppose. But yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt bad about asking about that. Yeah. Well, and that's the yeah, that's the thing about just meeting famous-ish people anyway. It's just like, I never know what to say, and I'm always afraid I'm going to say something, like, dumb, I guess. The one thing you know, you know the one thing you never bring up to a celebrity? Like a TV star or a movie star or anything like that? What's up? Don't quote their work. Oh. Especially if it's, uh, what's-his-face from Star Wars? Harrison Ford? No, ah! Adam Driver? I'm, I'm tired. No, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ian McGregor? Yeah. Oh, he doesn't like you when you quote Star Wars to him? I get, Well, I guess, like, yeah, some people were quoting Obi-Wan to him, and he basically just yelled, I played him, and I don't even remember those lines. Well, <laughs> I know that's the big thing. Like, uh, Brad talked about that in one of his videos, and I know other people have, too. If you quote something they say, they don't remember it. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest now, Dexter. You and I have been doing this for 14 months now. We've repeated well, ourselves a couple I'm times. pretty sure in this episode we had a conversation about accents that we've had it before. <laughs> it's possible. I used to criticize podcasts for repeating themselves. Yeah. I now understand. Yeah, we just, we've talked enough that it's just like, I don't know. We've talked about cops, the same comics. We've talked about, like, same YouTube videos. We've said it, a, we've done it a couple times, and... I guess just to say to people, sorry, yeah, but it's probably um, going to happen again. <laughs> I mean, that happens anyway. Like, uh, like whenever you just talk to any friend, like you're, you're, you repeat yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I mean, so, I don't know how many times I've heard like the same story over and over at work. Just, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah I know. He I, told me yesterday. We, we repeated <laughs> ourselves. We've told him and I have told each other stories a million times that we've both yeah. have heard, but yeah, I, I now understand that, but yeah, I do know, it's easy to forget that, but I know with content creators and uh, actors and stuff, yeah, if you repeat lines, boy, they don't remember what it's from, especially <laughs> like a specific bit. I know there is one. I know there's two Star Wars characters that really do like to quote Star Wars, though, and it's it's Mark Hamill and Billy D. Williams. Oh yeah, that's because. Uh, oh, I guess I can't say that really. They're the only two surviving actors left, really. Well, so. Mark. Mark Hamill genuinely seems to enjoy being in Star Wars, and Billy D. Williams just doesn't have much else going on. <laughs> and, yeah, confused as shit in that last movie. <laughs> That's such a weird... Like, he was shoehorned in so bad. <laughs> yep. Like, he just should not have been there. Yep. But, um... Anyway, it's... Let's we've been talking for up. two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's wrap it up. We were gonna do a short one. But... <laughs> That's but anyway, yep. Uh, but yeah. So, so to everyone listening, thanks for listening. Uh, and I, yeah, I didn't say at the beginning, but uh, talk to us on social media if you want to comment on what we were talking about. We can talk about it again. <laughs> yes. But thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>